0: Point God is a production of iHeartRadio.
1: You know, I just felt like I wanted more at that time, and I just felt like the competition wasn't good uh, wasn't good enough for me. So, Like, the first thought was I was going to have to sit out of your train. And <laughs> oh, yeah, because you didn't have a
0: grades. <laughs> you were not going to hear. Yeah, and
1: then I wasn't taking the SAT, and I was like, oh, well, we got to figure something else out there. But something has to work.
0: Yo, guess what? We back. Happy Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. I'm not sure, and I don't care what day it is. You know why? Because I got my dog here, my little bro. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of Point God, the Point God podcast on i Heart radio presented by slick sports lifestyle and culture turn the eye to the side it's a hyphenate meaning we have a hyphenate here not only do we have a point god the definition to me of a point god is someone who has mastered their God-given ability and been able to use that to define who they are, their character, their brand, what they give and their vision, their leadership, their wisdom, their knowledge on and off the court. I am your host, Baron Davis aka B Diddy aka Too Easy and we are sitting here ladies and gentlemen with a young man that I have watched play basketball in LA from the time he was damn near 6 years old all the way to the NBA I'm privileged to know his story. I am privileged to learn more about his story because I've been a fan. I've been a witness. Right. And uh, for me, I've been been an opportunity for me to kind of like look from a distance. Ladies and gentlemen, the point God. Brandon. Jennings. B Jennings. Tough crowd. Huh? Nah, that's crazy. The, 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 that's crazy coming the, from the Godfather. The, the 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 the, the, the left hand maestro, the creative focus, the creativity, the spontaneity, the killer mentality. But the life, the life and lifestyle, the style and lifestyle, Brandon Jennings, welcome to the Point God Show. Man, thank you. Crowd, where's the crowd at? Look at, oh, there we go. Oh, see, they loving you out here, dog. I'm telling you, you got fans out here. I'm a fan. You got fans out here, man. I appreciate you, my dog.
1: No, man, thank you, man. Coming from the godfather yourself, someone I looked up to. Um, everything you do for the city of Los Angeles on and off the court, you know, definitely has helped me become a better man. And, you know, I know I have a lot more work to do and everything. So it's just an honor to just be here talking to you,
0: man. It's an honor to have you on this show, bro, because this show, I get to say, Hey bro, here goes some roses. You know what I mean? How did you discover it? You know what I mean? Like, you know, growing up out here, Right basketball. When did you see like oh shit, like this is what I want to do? Uh probably 13 years old, AAU Nationals, I think for a lot of kids is when you
1: put yourself in those positions um you know playing for SEA, um you know always playing in the big games and playing against the, some of the best competitions. So winning the uh, the national championship at 13, yeah. I knew right then and there. Um yeah, yeah, this is something that I knew I you know I could be good at.
0: But, and, 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 I, and I would say, you know, um, you know what? I, I, ha, I, had another, I had another point God on the show, Sham God. And Sham God, like, his story, like, we know Sham God, like, because, you know, the high school and the hype, but, like, when he was walking me back through his story, I did not know that he took basketball seriously in, like, middle school. You know what I mean? And, you know, to see, like, somebody be so true to his culture, true to, like, his hood. Like, I, I feel like for you it was, like, the same thing, like, growing up in Compton, right, being around, like, just shit. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right? And then it get to a point that, like, you 13 years old, and I'm like, okay, I know that this is what I want to do. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Talk about, talk, just talk about, like, the environment, right, and, like, what what made you gravitate to basketball?
1: Uh, Well, I grew up in a single-parent mother home, uh, just me and my brother. Uh, my dad passed away when I was eight, mm-hmm. um, so I never really had a father figure. So um, I was put into position where I had to be like the man of the house. Mm-hmm. So basketball was my way out. Um, I wanted to play football, but mom wasn't really rocking with it, right. um, you know, so, but I just found the love for the game of the, uh, basketball through and one mixtapes, um, through working out with Slappy back in the day, Slappy, um, you know, saying, teaching us how to do two ball dribble. So mm-hmm. once I found a rhythm and, you know, I found out that, I mean, you know, I found myself comfortable and confident enough to, you know, play basketball. So I just knew it was a way out.
0: Yeah. And like, I mean, you know, just growing up, like, especially growing up out here, right? It's like, it's a way in, too. You know what I mean? It's a way in, and it's a way out. And, like, you know, you got to have focus. And I remember seeing you, like, so young, and I was like, God damn, this little motherfucker, he is, like, he is locked in, dude. Mm-hmm. He is locked in. Like, why? Why?
1: It's the only way I could put food on my table, mm-hmm. like it was the only way I knew rent was going to get paid. Or, you know, I have I was really put in that position of you know, you know yeah, you know, you know, saying young having yeah. to go play 11, 12, 13s. and you know, yeah, that was we went in the tournament. That's how we was getting you know food and so yeah, it was for
0: it was for my family. The, but I also love that's it, a, yeah, but that's a lot of resp- like I'm watching, bro. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? I'm a little older. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And I'm sure you watching me, like, trying to jug and all that mm-hmm. shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> you dig yeah. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But, like, we didn't have much. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I'm watching. Like, you you had you had your your nuclear, you know what I mean, family. Yeah. But, like, you didn't have much. Like, you know, people think, like, L.A. is sweet. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And when they watch, like, L.A. point guards, you know, for a long time, they used to, like, always feel like... Oh, them dudes, you know, Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like yeah, they South they County. yeah, they never Sunshine. ever like affiliated LA point guards with like the boys in the hood, you know what I mean, yeah, or yeah. minister society. Yeah, yeah. It was like they probably play basketball too, but we yeah. always got associated with Fresh Prince of Bel Air. You know what I mean? And like for you coming up like at 13, you were I would say you were the first dude, the first point guard. Right? The mm-hmm. first guard that had all the accolades. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. All the hype. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? You were like, you're like a, like almost like similar to what Stefan Mulberry was to That's New bad. York, yeah. but then also similar to what Sham God was to New York. You feel mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Cause mm-hmm. you had, like, weirdly enough, like everybody knew Brandon Jennings. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And, like, you came up with, like, some dope dudes at the time. Mm-hmm. Like, just talk about, like, at 13, 14, being nationally ranked, you know, like, how, you know, how was it, like, navigating that? And, like, mm-hmm. you know, because you're still putting food on the table. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so,
1: you know. T- um, man, yeah, at 13, I mean, you know, that's a time when, you know, a lot of game violence, too, was big in the city. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you got to gamble with that, too. Um, you know, that was a big part of my life too, just being in Compton, Gardena, um, you know, Long Beach and all these things, going to these places. So, you know, that was a lot of things that we had to fight too, as youngins, not being able to wear white t-shirts, not being able to, like, you know what I'm saying? So they was just, um, you know, and then, you know, trying to, you know, play basketball, Mm -hmm. you know, make these tournaments, you know, being away from my family, traveling to AAU, just like seeing a lot real early. And, um, you know, I take a lot of, um, You know, I give a lot of credit to the guys like, you know, Marcus Williams, you know, L.B., Poo, Mm -hmm. uh, Darrell Wright, uh, Trevor Reason. You know, just go on down because they were guys that we looked up to that was around and always kept us around. So, you know, a lot of that has to do with, you know, the
0: older generation around us. Yeah, talk talk about that, man, because, like, it's weird because, you know, growing up in L.A., like, this L.A. basketball scene is just like, you know, I be trying to describe it to people, but sometimes that shit don't register. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah. how would you describe, like, that time, right? Mm-hmm. What was L.A.? If you could describe L.A. basketball, like, what was it like? You know what I mean? Because you was the top dog. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. So what was, like, L.A. basketball like for you? Yeah, so around that time, I was
1: 14, 15, and that's when UCLA was cracking. Um And, you know, social media still wasn't big. It wasn't no camera. So it was just, you had to know, you had to be nice. And, you know, at that time, it was just like, you know, that was a big moment for me. Like those moments right there, just being young, watching, um, you know, you guys play, you know, you on one court with Gilbert Arenas, Paul Pierce, and the younger kids over here, like, you know, trying to make our way. So those are times to where it's like, man, like you got to really embrace it, soak it in. And, you know, every time I left that gym, I was right back in my backyard or wherever I had to do, Working on my game because I seen y'all, like you know, going, going at each other.
0: And then like, who are, who are you watching on TV at the time? Like as a young kid, you know, it's like, it's always like a few people that, like you just fuck with and vibe with. Mm-hmm. Who were some of them dudes that you know you were watching when you were young? Uh,
1: a lot of Sebastian Telfair, um, Steve Nash, uh, yourself, uh, Gilbert Arenas. Um, Man, Jason Kidd at that yeah, time. Yeah. Um, you, you know, Kobe, of course. Mm-hmm. You know, the Lakers, of course. Um, you know, Tony Parker. Man, you know, Tony God, Parker a, a, a was lot of, sick. You know, a lot of people don't oh talk about Oh, my
0: God. Him. I can't stand that little <laughs> Frenchie. Yeah.
1: yeah. Um, you know, uh, in college, college basketball was big, too. So Marcus Williams at UConn. Yep. Um Man, you know, Jason Williams at Duke. Mm-hmm. Uh, Raymond Felton at. Um, you know, uh, North Carolina, so
0: just a lot. Yeah, it was you know, a lot. It was like a lot you, of bad, a lot are, of good basketball. You are a connoisseur of hoop though. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like you can you can you consume basketball like at a high capacity mm-hmm. more than like a lot of motherfucking people I know like mm-hmm. man, why like talk about that? Cuz my mom just kept me in the gym.
1: Yeah. My mom always shit, kept me in the gym. Man. Like my mom kept me in the gym and she kept me around the competition. So and that was our happiness too, man. Like, you know, that's when, you know, my mom would be happy. I would be happy. Mm-hmm. I would be able to be myself, have freedom. Um, I remember going to the gold mine at the best uh best of the west and watching um uh, Wesley Stokes. Oh, he was um, cool. Yeah, Wesley Stokes was like one of my favorite like point lefty, guards. Lefty, yep. You know what I'm
0: saying? Big hair and yep. man, man, Wesley was like, yeah. He was killing Wesley too. used to kill people dude. Yeah. like I see that I like it's like Wesley Stokes Kenny Anderson I see that in your game mm-hmm. you know what I mean and then I do see uh like the Stephon Mulberry like it's like you you were like the you're like the LA version of like like how Steph could like dunk mm-hmm shoot through shoot from half court you know what i'm saying like i used to go and watch y'all with you know uh shit Sca dominguez then 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 first you go to dominguez you kill at dominguez why would you leave the? why would you leave dominguez because i don't think a lot of people know yo 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 we got to tap in real quick let's hear a quick word from our sponsors then first you go to Dominguez, yeah. you kill at Dominguez. Why did you leave the? D- why did you leave Dominguez? Because I don't think a lot of people know uh, yeah. why you left Dominguez. Um, I'm a risk taker
1: um, in my life, so I just, <laughs> yes, you I, are. Um, you know, I just felt like I wanted more at yeah. that time, and I just felt like the competition wasn't good uh, wasn't good enough for me. So, and I just wanted the challenge. Like yep. I wanted to get away from my mom. Um, you know, a lot of people don't know at 16, man, I was getting a lot of whatever I wanted. So yeah. I never, I didn't really have guidance or didn't really
0: have to, you know, wear Yeah, it you play. you know, you played on, the, you played on the privilege team, yeah. bro. Yeah. You play. Yeah. you know, y'all was getting, y'all was getting paper. No, for sure, for sure. Man, y'all was getting some sure. paper. Not, not, not like incriminating paper. No, no, Like y'all was getting taken care of. Meaning like y'all had all the swag. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like yeah, y'all, sure. like, and, and also shout out to like Dart, uh, shout out to Pat Barrett. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Dina. Shout out to Sean, all these dudes.
1: Uh, Sean Brandon.
0: Sean Brandon. Shout out to uh, all these dudes, you know, <clears throat> in this AAU space that was kind of like looking out for us. Cause, you know, Thad, Mike Lewis, Izzy Washington, the great, the legend, Izzy Washington, all these dudes was like, you know what I mean? Like looking out for us. It was like a real family, bro. And it was like, yo, I ain't got no brothers, but, like, they're my little brothers. You know what I mean? And, like, for you, I think, like, you was coming into, like, all right, you was going to dominate L.A. anyway. And then, like, when you left and went to Oak Hill, that was like a, like, duh, that was a big thing out here. You know what I mean? It was like, yo, like, who the fuck do that? Mm-hmm. You know uh, Steve Smith wanted me to go to Oak Hill. Mm. That he tried me. to get me a Nike camp to go to Oak Hill. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, I couldn't I mean, leave I mean, the hood, I mean, like, dog. You know what I'm saying? Yeah,
1: no, I get it, dog. No, I get it. You
0: know, it was it was already too tough. It was already, I was at Crossroads, <laughs> so we <it> was weak. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, shout out. Like, you are a risk taker, right? So talk about being a kid from Compton, right? And, like, you know, like, you you like the L.A. little golden child. Like, everybody, like, we waiting on you to kind of be the next one to, like, blow, you know. You know, just like take LA out, out out the moon. You know what I'm saying? And bring that light. And then you, you know, you you uh, you switched up on us. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> no, you you moved yeah. on. Uh-huh. You moved on. Like that was that was a big move, dog. Because it's like, you know, usually dudes transfer to schools in LA. Yeah. Like you were young and decided, you know, hey, I'm out of here. Like. What yeah. was that about?
1: My situation was just crazy.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Like, be behind the closed doors out, outside of basketball, like, it was just crazy. So, I, A lot um, of pressure. Yeah, a lot of pressure. And, you know, I thank my mom for just even giving me an opportunity to go because it, it made me grow up faster. Yeah. Like, you know, I didn't I didn't have no, like, you know, support. I wasn't able to just hang out with my friends after or anything like that. It was just strictly basketball. So I went there with a purpose, and, you know, my, I accomplished my purpose.
0: Yeah, and I think, like, like, you being here and, like, being young, it was almost like you are already treated like an NBA player. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. And so, like, that shit can be scary for a kid. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, we had sure. seen that. I had seen that shit with Shay. Yeah. It was like in, in certain dudes, like, coming up, them fools was already treated like they was in the league. They got everything they want. Yeah. But at the same time, it was like they need more mm-hmm. than just, like, Oh, here's some. You know, let me get them right so they can hoop with me. Like, you know, there's a lot of pressure. Yeah. When you're in that situation, you yeah. know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. and you're young, and yeah. everybody's telling
1: you what you want to hear. So nobody could tell me what I want to hear. It was none of that. Steve Smith didn't have. It was no distractions. Yeah. You know, it was just waking up in the morning. Let's go hoop.
0: And who? And and when you went to Oak Hill, who who was there? Uh, me, Nolan Smith. Um, oh, shit. A- yeah, Alex
1: Legion, um Willie Warren, Malik Story, um, yeah, Tiny Gallon, um, Trey Tompkins. It was, it was a bu- yes, bunch of guys. Yeah, some so, dogs. so, yeah, it was just a bunch of – a lot of guys went D1. Some guys went league. But every day, though, it was every day. Like right? mm-hmm. You know, the next guy you're going against is a D1 guy. So. yeah. It was just that competition that I needed every day.
0: In practice. <clears throat> and also, uh, and then what was it like playing for Steve Smith? Because he did recruit me. I, yeah. I, I wonder what it would have been like. Steve,
1: Steve Smith is a point guard coach. He loved guards.
0: Oh, so I would have had a good yeah, time. Yeah, for sure. The ball oh, the is in
1: your hand every time. Um, you're taking most of the shots. You're making all the plays. And you're never coming out the game. I should have went to OQ, Yeah, or, uh, And it's only eight players, so.
0: You gotta be in shape. I mean, you're not coming out. Well, I I, I should have went to Oak Hill. Shout out to Steve Smith. He recruited me at Nike camp. But I was like, yo, I cannot. It, it's an all boys school, right? No, you yeah, know But oh, and it's like all the way in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, right? it's in
1: the mountains. Like the nearest thing is like a
0: McDonald's and a Walmart, which is 45 minutes. <laughs> oh, no, I'd have been yeah. arrested.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah,
0: I'd have got arrested for sure for yeah. just. Leaving campus or some shit? Can yeah. you
1: leave campus? Nah, no, nah, It's like Saturday school, and then you got to go to church on Sunday. Sometimes oh, you could leave man. campus, but
0: I go yeah. to church. Yeah, so hey, either I would have wound up being the preacher there, or <laughs> <laughs> or joining or joining or, or, or joining the service for sure. Yeah. <laughs> so, only an hour. So. <laughs> yeah, but I, I like I like kind of like that 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 discipline. You know what I mean? Like if let's say basketball. You didn't have basketball, right? How would your life be different? Yo, you know what time it is. You know, this show wouldn't be where it is if it wasn't for our sponsors. Let them have it. If, let's say, basketball, you didn't have basketball, right? How would your life be different? Um, I would have to go to school. Like I didn't have to
1: really like I would have to really take more focus on my education at that time. Yeah. Um, you know, the reason why I went to you know, couldn't go to college was because of my SAT yeah. score. So I, I probably You weren't even education.
0: tripping on school, huh? No, nah, I wasn't because <laughs> <laughs> nah, you know they <laughs> was treating you like a, like I'm serious, bro. Yeah. You were like you did not like it wasn't like you was straight, bro. I had never seen a kid so focused. Mm-hmm. Remember we had the camp, uh, yeah. Uh-huh. And, and, and yeah, when you yeah. was on the same yeah, team, for sure. We won it. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. I had to pick you, dog, because I was like, yeah. all right, I'm out of shape, and he the best. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. He wanted yeah. he the best guard here that's gonna compliment my game, so we can win. You know my camp because I can't lose my camp. But it was you, dog. It was like, and yeah. this fool did not like break stride. You was just like. Phew. Laser focus. I was like, yo, yeah. what the fuck wrong with this kid? <laughs> like, is he like, you know what I mean? Like, I was like, yo, you are, like, you made me realize, like, shit, like, this young generation, like, you was almost like, dog, I'm coming for you. Mm-hmm. Whoever. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. like, you was really, like, you had it in your eyes, like, yo, dog, like, I cannot wait to square up with BD. And uh-huh. I'm like, damn, dude, I need him on my team, dude. <laughs> yeah. I picked you right on my team. We won that shit, too. Yeah. But it was like, just that pressure bro but you was out there you was mixing yo yeah I mean I just feel like in life
1: man anything you love you can't take for granted Yeah. so go hard at it like yeah. go hard put 100% in regardless if you fail take an L just keep going though. like if you're a risk taker
0: you be, it shouldn't even be you shouldn't have be so O'Kill right like y'all had a whip right I'm playing against the best in the country. What, what? Uh, where did y'all finish uh, that year with Oak Hill? Uh, so my junior year, we won the whole thing. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah. So that's why, and
1: that was a personal year for me because everybody was talking, you know, yeah. And everybody was talking and doubting me, and saying, "Oh, he gonna come back? He gonna be so yeah. winning it that year?" I think we went forty and
0: one, and we won the whole thing. So that's killer. Yeah. And then, like, talk about <clears throat> walking into Oak Hill, right? Yeah. yeah. Oak Hill is point. God, high school. Talk about all the point guards. When you look at the wall, you're like, "Damn, I didn't know he went here." Who are all of, some of the guards that went there before you? So, uh, first point guard I asked about
1: when I first got there was I said I, I asked Steve Smith. I said, "Who's the best point guard to come here?" He said, "Probably Ross Strickland." I said, i be the." I said, "I will be the best point guard when I leave." but but I I respect it so <laughs> um, Rod Strickland um Steve Blake uh-huh. uh, Rajon Rondo, wow um uh, Ty Lawson wow
0: um man Marcus Williams wow uh man did Marcus Williams have anything to do with you going to Oak Hill yes he did
1: he did yes he did yes yes he did he, yeah he actually had a lot to do with it actually, Marcus dad,
0: Williams yeah Marcus Williams was Oak Hill to Yukon. Mm-hmm, you know what yeah, I mean? I I, yeah. I always felt, you know, like that that was that was an interesting route for him. You know yeah. what I mean? It worked out. He low and, key like
1: the first one to do it. Yeah, from, he was the first one to do it. Yeah, and, well, then, key, key,
0: yeah. yeah uh, and then you come right behind him. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? At Oak Hill, and then you take it to a. Home. Did he win one?
1: No, uh, no, him no, well. No. come on because I went for two years. So oh, my yeah. fr- my junior year I won it. My second year. I just won all the national awards. Like, I just won every player national. Player awards. of the year. Yeah, player of the year, for sure. Naismith Senior player year. year. Yeah, see, play,
0: Naismith player of the year. Naismith player of the year. McDonald's. Parade. McDonald's. Parade. Gatorade. Great. Damn. Yeah, all that, yeah. Clean sweep. Yeah, for sure. Watch out, everybody. Clean sweep. Who was in the McDonald's game with you?
1: Oh, man, a lot of great players. Tariq Evans, uh, Kimball Walker. Killer. Um, Greg Monroe. Killer. uh DeMar DeRozan. Killer. Killer. Uh, Willie Warren. Um,
0: Oh, I remember Willie Warren.
1: Yep. Yeah. um, Man, Drew Holiday. Okay, killer. Uh, Man. Yeah, a lot of players. A lot.
0: A lot of uh, a lot of uh, West Coast dudes too. Yeah, me, Demar, Drew, Larry Drew. Larry Larry, Drew played in the game too. Yeah, so a lot of L.A. That was crazy because like that L.A. like that. Yeah, like you and Demar. Right in that class like it's like this like y'all f- he got a movie to his life and you definitely got a fucking movie to sl- his mm-hmm. to your life and it's like y'all meeting up in the McDonald's I ain't i ain't, I forget y'all was in the same class mm-hmm. you know what I mean mm-hmm. and you know everybody picking colleges and shit mm-hmm. like that you know what yep, I'm saying yep. but like you being uh you know mr uh visionary mm-hmm. you know what I mean and having foresight uh what schools were recruiting you at the time
1: so first in the 10th grade i had verbally committed to U- usc that's mm-hmm. when tim floyd was there that's when oj Mel came and yeah everybody yeah, yeah. came there so everybody was on the bandwagon to go to usc so then i decommitted from um usc when i went to oak hill and it was between yukon and arizona i'd have liked to see you at arizona yeah so i was so i was ready to commit to arizona and then lou olson had retired remember that Yes. He yeah, had stepped down. So then I was kind
0: of like, uh, can't do it. You know, I can't really do it. So, and then, uh, <clears throat> UConn, who was the coach there? Kevin Alley?
1: No, Jim Calhoun. Mm. Jim Calhoun was. So it was
0: between me and Kimba. And then when I was like, I'm going to Arizona, then that's yeah. when he went to UConn. <clears throat> yeah. So it all worked out. <laughs> Hell yeah. Everybody, every, but you didn't go to college though. Yeah, that's why I said it all worked out. Yeah. Where'd you, I mean, you know, you, you said, so you decided. I'm not going to go to college. Yes. I'm going to take my talents and go overseas. N- that wasn't the first thought. The first okay. thought was, what the hell am I going to do now? <laughs> yeah. Like, the first thought was, I was going to have to sit out of here train. <laughs> oh, yeah, because you didn't have a grade. <laughs> you yeah. want to go here. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and then you I wasn't taking tra- SAT. <laughs> and I was like, oh,
1: well, we got to figure something else out there. But something has to work. <laughs> so, Senator Carroll got on the phone with Michael Thompson um, they were doing a radio show, the sports radio show at the time, um, and Sonny was saying, I don't know why kids just don't go overseas and get paid and try something different and take a risk, and then that's how it happened. I, was called like, Sonny. Yeah. I-, I called Sonny right away. I said, yo, I'm in. Sonny flies me to Vegas. Boom, I go to Vegas. Um, he, um, who's the guy that has the Vegas? Uh, Joe... Joe Abunazar? Yeah, Joe Bonazar, right? This when he has the little warehouse. Mm-hmm. And Sonny was like, yo, all right. So, JR is JR Smith there? Um, it's a bunch of, like, overseas guys. It's, it's, it's crack and run. So, yeah. So and then like,
0: JR Smith, he's about to go pro out of high school.
1: No, no, no. J- he no. was already in the league. Uh-huh, JR yeah. older than you, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. JR was in Denver at this time. Got That's it. when he was on the Denver team. So, we planned, and Sonny was like, yo, go do your thing. And it was like five scouts out there. I was either going to Israel, Spain, or, or Rome. So I was, we were on our way to Israel. Uh-huh. Cause you know, we were talking about the city, but then my mom was like, nah, like, and then, um, yeah, I met with Dan Botorota. Uh-huh. Um, you know, he does, you know, yeah, you know, yeah, you know he's known for yeah. doing the sham guy too, mm-hmm. uh, a lot. So I met with him and he was like, yeah, let's go to Rome. And then we was off to Rome next week, just like that. And then I ended up signing with Undarmer.
0: And Wait, so- hold on, hold on, oh. hold on. You balled out. Yeah. And then you made a decision. After after that, did they make offers? Yeah, they made offers, yes. So yeah. all three teams made offers? Uh, two teams. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And it was between? It was between Israel and Rome. And Rome. Mm-hmm. And you said, y'all gathered up, and you was like, yo, I'm going to Rome. Yeah. It was me, Bill Duffy. And it was, it, and it was nothing that you had read about rome because you didn't go to class <laughs> no, I'm just fucking not, with i you. mean no it's the truth Girl, it's the but truth. Rome, the truth. rome you're like i would have picked rome too yeah. you know what i mean uh-huh. like should i heard about rome yeah. i'd have picked rome too so it wasn't like you weren't tripping on the hoop you was just like fucking, i'm just either israel or rome pick one
1: yeah, yeah. my mom and then the reason why I were wrong because my mom was like, in Israel, you know, you can't see their faces. So at that time, you know, we was young. You know what I'm saying? I was young about the country. I'm like, oh, well, hell no. Nah. Like, you know, we start thinking, you know, all type of, you know. So my mom was like, no, nah, we we'll just go to Rome. So I was like, cool. Yeah, my mom was not, my mom oh, was not man. messing
0: with that. Yeah. Oh, man. I got to put that in the episode of WGI. Ladies and gentlemen, we will be back for part two of the risk taker, the point God, the maestro, the thread, Mr. Thread the Needle, the designer, the it. Brandon Jennings. We're going to Europe when we come back. Like, who, when you came into the league, like, who were the point guards or the point gods you were, like, looking up to at the time? And then, like, what are some of those moments where you're like, oh shit, like, this is different? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, man, I, I'll have to say training camp. Training camp was, you know, a training camp for a
1: rookie at that time. Yeah. Scott Skiles, uh, Luke Rittenauer, uh, Michael Redd, Kirk Thomas, Jerry Stackhouse.
0: Point God is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app.